Who's been reading the uh, Bible today and reading the uh, scriptures, the, today's Bible reading? 1 Chronicles 24. Shall we have a look at it? Okay. Just make sure this is what I was reading. Yeah. So these were the divisions of the sons of Aaron. The sons of Aaron were a bunch of people. Oh, that's strange. Okay. But two of them died because before their fathers, and they had no sons. So Eliezer and Ithamar served as priests, and with the help of Zadok, a descendant of Eliezer and uh, Ahimelech, a descendant of Ithamar, David separated them into divisions for their appointed order of ministering. A larger number of leaders were found among Eliezer's descendants than among Ithamar's. And they were divided accordingly. Sixteen heads of families from one side and eight from the other. And they divided them impartially, drawing lots for them. Oh my goodness, where are we going? (laughs) Have you got your hats and your sunglasses? You know it's not going to rain, don't you? What is happening today? Party in the park. You know, we are here because we are servants of the Most High. And most of you are sitting pretty much in your family divisions, aren't you? I'll get something out of the word, you see. You're sitting roughly in your family divisions. Husbands with wives, or husbands walking around with the babies because they know how to help their wives. Oh, we don't just leave it to the wives, do we? We're equals in this. All right, so what does it say here? David went through the lists of people and he gave them tasks. Because these were the kingdom of priests, weren't they? This was the priests that God set aside for his purposes. So who in here is set aside for God's purposes? Oh dear. Who in here is set aside for God's purposes? I still, oh, those hands went down very fast. That, that, that looked like, don't keep my hand up in case he gives me a job. <laughs> no, we are here today because we are servants of the Most High. Our lives belong to him, don't we? Don't they? Our lives do. So one family was found to have more leaders than another... But all those leaders were used. There wasn't one of the families where they went, oh, you see, you don't have enough in your family. We're not going to use you. These guys, they're better, they're stronger. There's more leaders over here. So just forget it. You don't count. Every one of the families, every one of those leaders was used. It doesn't matter... And those, those various time slots, their servant, there was 1 to 24. Interesting. I don't know whether that was hours or that was days. I think it was days, actually. But you see, each one of those, from number 1 to number 24, each of them counted that they had to be in their place at the appointed time doing those tasks, didn't they? 
But they weren't doing them just because they were told. Well, yes, they were. (laughs) David, the king, it's interesting. Sometimes we need those in authority to actually tell us what to do, don't we? David shouldn't have needed to have organized the priests. They should have been doing it themselves. So in our life groups, there's been a call for volunteers. And there's been uh, requests have gone out. That should have been enough. But we have a few slots left today that actually need fulfilling because, can I just say, the, the, there's one of them, one of the uh, tasks, uh, it's not the stewarding, it's the marshals, and if we don't have every single slot finished, we can't start today. That's how critical it is. If those slots aren't, aren't in place, we can't actually run party in the park. doesn't matter whether we've got the first slots filled We need every slot for the whole day fulfilled to actually start the day. That's quite a challenge, isn't it? Because there are some things in God's plans that you actually have to have in place. Uh, We we had an interesting letter that uh, came through. uh, Why do we celebrate Christmas? And the reality is we celebrate Christmas because of Christ's birth. If he wasn't born to a virgin, if he wasn't born sinless, doesn't matter if he went to the cross, he did all the other stuff. Irrelevant. He had to start right the whole plan. And it wasn't good enough that he started as sinless. He had to stay sinless and he had to finish sinless because on that cross he had to finish the task set before him by his father. That's the gospel, isn't it? That Jesus, the Messiah, came full of glory and laid it to the side, made himself ordinary like you and me, lived extraordinary life, died, and death couldn't hold him. So he rose again from the grave and didn't just rise back to life, but then because of his blood that was shed, that innocent blood, he was able to ascend into heaven and before the Father present his righteous blood as the complete, total sacrifice, the all-sufficient, covering everything, once and for all time sacrifice that brought us not just peace with God, but moved us from Friends of God to sons of God, co-heirs with Christ, seated in heavenly places, filled with glory, even as he is filled with glory. Wow! That arrangement is the full gospel, isn't it? That we live and move and have our being in Christ and he in us. That's the amazing part of the gospel. So you see, today is party in the park. And every member of WHBC has a job to do. There's no options before Christ today. Each person was appointed tasks. Some have already done their tasks for today. They've been part of the setup or they've been part of the plans. Okay? So you might see someone leaving, but they've already done their job. But every person here in this church before God has a job to do today that God requires of you 
not just me. David set the families, he set the tasks, but he didn't do that for them. He actually left them to get on with it. And as we serve the Lord, we serve the people of Salford as we serve the Lord. So today, you see, you know, well, that's, that's what, just think about it, that's a privilege. What an honor that we are going to serve God as we serve Salford. That literally, we love Salford. They're parting the park, and what's going to happen? Just, just, just think about it. So, so, the, so one person, one of these people, had to fill the oil that helped the lamp stand, uh, stay full of light. So what would happen in this place if all the lights just went... <laughs> now my sunglasses really do come into effect. It, it's, there's not a lot of visibility, is there? It may sound really simple, but just filling the lamp with oil, because it was not supposed to go out. The light is not supposed to go out. Another had to put the fresh bread on the plates. You know, every day there's a word from God for people. It's not good enough to be tomorrow, yesterday's. We're not trying to cook today tomorrow's bread. But today there's fresh bread. There is a word for God, from God for people today that you and I must carry as we go out today because they need it today. That sounds simple, but you see, if all you're doing is carrying the bread out and putting it on the table, you don't think that's worth much. Oh, I just, I read Chronicles 24, 124, there's a bunch of names of who did what, and it's like, okay, I've read it, I've read it today, I don't know why I've read it, I'm just bored of it. But that's because you don't see the people you're carrying it to. You've not got the vision of why it's there. It's there so that when Jesus said, come to me all who are hungry and I will give you food, there's actually something there. You are the person. You're the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's not some place. You are. So, as Pastor Judy is reminding me, and we will be speaking out of Zechariah 8, 24, I think it is. Um, ten will lay hold of you. Are you ready for the ten people that you've got the word of God just for them today as you go around the park? That actually you're going to be going, okay, Lord, who's this word for? It's Chronicles 24. It didn't mean a lot to me, but I bet it's going to mean something to someone out there. What a change. What a change in attitudes when we realize putting fresh bread out every day. Every day. Oh my goodness. Who's going to actually eat it? It's there. It's there when it's needed. It's ready. That's the point. It's ready. Any time someone comes, it's ready. You're ready with that fresh word. But you know, someone else had to clear away the ashes from the burnt offerings. Take out the trash. Take out the rubbish. You know, there's people, as, they go, as we go to that park, they need their lives cleared out. They need someone who's willing to get their hands dirty, pray, help them get free, and deal with the trash in their life. See, we talk about burnt sacrifices. We think, oh yeah, Jesus, what an amazing sacrifice. 
Someone had to collect the body. Someone had to put it in the tomb. Someone had to be amazed when it then rose again. But it wasn't an ordinary body that rose, was it? It was a supernatural. What was clothed with corruption, the natural body, then became clothed with immortality. Jesus had a natural body, same as us. So therefore he had to have a supernatural body, same as us. That something had to change. Something transformed. Yet somehow it was the same. I don't get it. I don't need to get it. But the, what was full had to be transformed. I don't, maybe that's not quite right, but who knows? We know we need to be transformed. Stuff has to get cleared out. And now they had to line people up for the daily sacrifices and check the gifts and sacrifices have been brought were the right ones. You know, when we, when we come to church, we don't mind someone greeting us. But what about the people in the park? As they come in, who's going to greet them? Who's going to actually encourage them and make them realize, you know what? God wants to meet you where you are. And he's going to change everything about you. He's gonna, there's something's going to change about how you live your life. You're living a life that's on one set of sacrifices. And Jesus got a different set of sacrifices for you. You think you can work your way to heaven. Jesus is your sacrifice. There's a miracle that's going to happen today. You know, is is the Most High has servants who do the work, and that's you and me, doesn't he? And every one of them had to be in their place at the right time. So, what does it say? It says in Colossians three. Just turn to Colossians three with me. Colossians three seventeen. Verse twenty three. Sorry, verse seventeen, sorry. Colossians three seventeen. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Are you going to do something amazing today? Or are you just going to go through the motions and try and get out? Forget when your appointed times and tasks are. It's like, it doesn't matter. Someone else will cover for me because this is a, a loving church. Someone will cover me. Or are you going to go, do you know what? I'm not going to let others down. I'm not going to let the Lord down, actually. I'm going to do this unto the Lord. Because it says, if you just go back a couple of verses in verse 12, it says... Therefore, talking about all the putting off of the old self and putting on the new self, it says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, Bear with one another and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. So he's not speaking to the world, he's speaking to the church. So maybe the person helping you today on the task is not as good as you. Bear with them. Forgive them. Work with them. Make sure that you compensate for them. 
Make sure you help them to do the job. And make sure that you stay in unity with them. Bear with one another. Forgive whatever grievances you have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, raps and other weird stuff. I'm sure we'll hear some interesting words in the park. Maybe it's not your style of music, but it will reach others. It will reach others. You know, today is a day that is not a picnic in the park for us. We are there to enable Sulphur to see God's goodness, his mercy, his kindness, his gentleness, his uh, long-suffering. Today is a day to exercise the gifts of the Spirit. And it's interesting what it says. Put on these things. Put it on. In other words, you're going to do some effort. It's not going to be automatic. Put on the t-shirt. Put on all the things that we've been preaching over the last few weeks about that champion mindset and all the rest of it. We serve today because of God's choice as God's chosen people. You didn't make a choice about today. I told you that we were doing this as a church because God told us as leaders of multiple churches all heard the same thing to do it. So, you don't have an option. It's God's word. God's chosen people, chosen for a task. Okay? Like it or not, you're doing it. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we're going to go, okay, all right, I'm not going to stop fighting what God's saying. God said it, I'll do it. Because that's when the grace comes. That's when the anointing comes. All the time you do it and you're going, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm just, I'm, uh, who's he to tell me what to do? Who actually says what we're doing? It wasn't my idea. <laughs> And even if I thought, because I see, I submitted to the other leaders and the other, around here, and I said, do you think, I think God's maybe saying this. And they went, that's right, that's God, we're with you. So we're, as a church, we're the ones spearheading, leading the way. What a privilege. Other churches that are bigger than us are getting in there with us. Fantastic. Other churches that are smaller than us are getting in there with us. Fantastic. It doesn't matter whether we've got some leaders, lots of leaders, a few leaders. We're all going to be in our appointed places, our appointed tasks, doing the job when we're called to do it. And do you know what it says? It says that the peace of God will then rule. Righteousness will be released. There's going to be something happen today. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it?